Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 170 of Dude and a Monkey. I just heard a can opening. Uh, I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and I am joined by the can opener himself. I've got three cans of punk IPA, and I'm ready to roll. My name's Ian Loring. Hello. Hello, Ian. Uh, hello, Ian's cans of punk. Um, I've hey. just I've just finished uh, drinking a cup of tea out of a red uh, owl. <laughs> Solid. It is so, uh, so, what have we got for you this week? We've got a double review. Uh, we were just going to bring you Jason Bourne, but we've decided to go bring you uh, Batman the Killing Joke as well, which uh, I saw on the screening and Ian saw uh, on, these, on the uh, home release. Uh, should be an interesting one, that, because um, Ian's coming at it having never read the book, and I'm coming at it from somebody who uh, actually adores the book to a dangerous level. Um in fact, above my office desk, once I get my office finished, is an actual big poster of a, uh, a, a still from uh, the Killing Joke book. Uh, but we'll get into that. Like I said, we've got Jason Bourne. Uh, we'll be doing some what we've been watching, and we'll be doing some trailers, a couple of questions, uh, our polls, and general kind of tangenty chatty stuff. Um, Ian, anything to add before we delve into uh, the wonderful world of trailers this week? I got the complete set of Twin Peaks on Blu-ray for 20 quid at HMV, which is a fucking deal. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because, uh, I mean, I haven't seen any kind of Blu-ray for less than 20 quid in HMV in the past few times I've been in. Mm. So it's staggering that you got that that set, uh, which is a wonderful, lovely, lovely set. Yeah, um, I watched um, uh, I watched an episode um a couple nights back and yeah gorgeous like insanely insanely pretty are they still putting like, a little hidden thing inside it hidden thing yeah you know underneath all the discs um I, i'm pretty sure it's on this the actual uh, the bottom of it lifted up and there was a little hidden thing in it give me two seconds i'm off gonna check see if it's in mine but two no seconds. no no not in this I hope this isn't one of these things where I've had a stroke and imagined this and it's not actually there. Well, I have my copy here that I bought when it first came out. Uh, and it opens up and you go through and it's, it's a lovely set actually and all the discs kind of flip up and you've got the, the bits of paper telling you what's on each individual disc. When you get to the bottom, there's a ch- the bottom of it and it lifts up. And there's something in it, I think. Because uh, this is an Amaray set, so yeah. I, I, I think it's like a repackage. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Because yeah, you get to the bottom of the one I've got. Uh, mine's the, what is it set, the, the cardboard set. You get to the bottom, and you think it's all over, and then you lift up the last panel bit, and there's just uh, the, you know, the fire walk with me um, written note that's written in the uh, blood. Oh, it just, okay. It just says that at the bottom. Nice. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> it's quite fucking daunting. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely set though. The features are fantastic on it. it. It's something. The features are something you can quite easily get lost in for uh, a number of time. Um, breaking news. Yes, is this is this the Channing Tatum stuff? Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, that's interesting, what the isn't fuck? it? What <laughs> That <laughs> sounds amazing. It does, doesn't it? Um, you'll all know about this uh, by the time it comes out, and if you don't, then you, you then you've probably skated past you. But yes, they're going to remake Splash uh, with Channing Tatum playing the mermaid. That'll that'll do. Yeah, yeah, that that, that is literally it. Was was I think um, Gary McConaughey um, actually summed it up and just said sold. Yes. That is it. Literally, you can imagine that the, the the pitch for that was we want to remake Splash. Nah, really. And uh, Chine Tatum's going to play the mermaid. Deal. That's but fu- I. That's fucking amazing. It's it's, it's glorious, isn't it? <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Yeah, Good. I will. I will watch that. All over it. Without yeah, without hesitation, no problem. Easy, yeah. It, it, that, that that sounds brilliant. <laughs> I don't yeah. care if he's playing a female mermaid or a or a male mermaid. I don't care. Or it's something of like we don't have genitals. We're just we're, we're asexual. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, quite. Um, fuck it. I. Th- wow. Yeah. No. I, I just I'm all over that. No, that 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 Twin Peaks thing. That sound sounds interesting. I suppose it's like a little hidden thing for the folks who would go quick enough to kind of get like the first kind of run of it or something yeah. it sounds like a nice little bonus it is yeah it's one of those little things that that, that geeks go mad for um but yeah then that's that's you know it's nice um because the strange thing is they're, they're they're re-releasing that set um but as a nine disc set without the bonus disc which is really really strange but they're not they're not discontinuing that set they're going to keep both of them going mm. I, I literally cannot see the point in it at all uh, there was also the nice trailer for the uh, the upcoming Secret History of Twin Peaks book uh, was out and that was that that's another thing that I'll be getting straight away um, and that comes with a I think um, a soundtrack I think as well oh nice mm. nice yeah so uh, anything else or should we, should we delve into what's happened in trailers this week no, I'm good. Yeah, let's do some trailers. Right, go on. What have you seen this week, trailers-wise? Uh, teaser trailer for Bad Santa 2, which feels like it's far too late, but we'll see. Yeah, um, it really does, doesn't it? it yeah. It's not only too late, but like, really? Was anyone asking for this? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, Office Christmas Party, which looks like it's going to be the horrible bosses of Christmas films. Just ragingly meh, by the looks of it to me. <laughs> yeah. So, just ragingly meh. Yeah. Um, you, you'll watch it in April on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Uh, I mean, like, if there's nothing else out that week, fine. Yeah. But there'll probably be something else out that week. Yeah. You know, it's you know, one of those. Um, split. <laughs> hmm. Have you seen this? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah. It's Blumhouse. You know, so there's that. Yeah. Um, it's McAvoy, so there's that. This is the one that Phoenix dropped out of, wasn't it? Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Joaquin Phoenix in this role would have been quite something. Um, yeah. Hmm. I'd be more interested if it wasn't directed by an idiot. That, I mean, I suppose that's the thing. Even though, I mean, like, if he's kind of going for the, the slightly absurd, like, he is want to do, but I don't know whether he actually means to do that or if it's unintentional. 
then I mean, I, I, it, it could be good for some laughs. I mean, the thing is, this film looks like it's going to be more funny than scary. It and does. that's a fucking problem. It does, yeah. Especially seeing as that music uh, is going for scary. It's going for this is creepy and freaky. Whereas actually, it just looks like I'm going to be laughing a lot. You know, and, and that's right. Because it, it, I was watching it going split. Thinking, yeah, it's got split personalities. And then when they, you have the, the voiceover kind of thing that says... Um, oh, you know, he's suffering, he's got 23 or 27 or something like that. Yeah. Personality's living, I thought. That's just, you're going too far. There's too many. Yeah. That's too many. Because he's going to have to do a voice for all of them. <laughs> I mean, if we think about it as well, 23 personalities. Yeah. Say the film's an hour and a half long. You'd yeah. get maybe four minutes per personality, and that's not, that's if it's nothing but James McAvoy doing multiple personalities all the time. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see which personalities get short shrift. I'm hoping we see a slice of each one. Yeah. Which I think we will. Yeah. Like, just a slice. I have a feeling it's going to be, do you know what? That was a fun idea that took itself way too seriously. Um, and can, can we all now look at Shamalan and say, he's completely <laughs> fluked a few movies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm morbidly interested. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I, I'm without question going to watch it, but I don't think it looks very good. <laughs> I'd go with that. Yeah, I'd go with that. Um, yeah, and what else have I seen? Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Why not? Again. I, 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 I'm not enthused, to be honest. I'm not enthused. No, it, it looks, it looks a little bit. I don't know. It, it looks a little bit like like a big budget Lifetime movie, but yeah. But Gibson might be a horrendous person, etc. But he can direct a film when he wants to. Oh my, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's the only reason why I'm interested in it. Yeah, and I have a feeling there'll be some fucking epic battleness in that. Eight yeah. apple punches. Yeah. So I'm interested, but yeah, but because of Gibson. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely, absolutely. A um, couple of us. Uh, the Accountants, which I'm interested in. Um, I, I, I don't know, just Ben Affleck in something that he hasn't written and directed again, you know, and it looks it looks like it's the type of like thrill, mid-budget thriller that they say doesn't get made anymore. But that does get made loads. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, they, they do. It, do you know what? If they give it a better name, <laughs> it, uh, people would be more interested. The yeah. fact that it's just called The Accountant and it's got a Radiohead song playing over the trailer kind of makes me go, no! But I actually, what's going on actually makes me want to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, at this point, pretty much anything Affleck decides to do, I will watch. Absolutely, me too. I've, I've always liked Affleck, to be honest. Even if it's Runner Runner. Yeah, we quite like Runner Runner. No, yeah, no. I, I, I just that's... Runner Runner is is a great movie. 
I'm going to get this. Wonder Woman is a great movie to watch while eating your lunch on a day off on a Tuesday. Sure, sure. It, that is the perfect time to watch Runner Runner. That film, man, like, it was him, Justin Timberlake, and Gemma Arterton. Yeah. And, and yet, I bet it's the first time that film's title has been uttered by anyone for at least a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just crazily forget forgettable that film. Um, but yeah, I think your summation was great. Um, and finally, the Great Wall, which yeah, Matt Damon's it like headlining a, tra- a, a Zhang Yimou trailer about dragons attacking the Great Wall of China. Could it be whitewashing? Yes. Could it also be they need to sell the film to a mass market audience? Also, yes. I just yeah. it's a bit. The reaction to this trailer is a bit... Right, do we just have to kick off about everything well, straight away? Can, really? I, can, I give, can I give my reaction to the trailer from the point of somebody who quite simply doesn't give a fuck about whitewashing or bullshit like that? I, I'm interested in the film. I agree with the ideas and like that, but what you're saying exactly there is... I did look at it and think... Well, Matt Damon doesn't look very oriental, does he? But it doesn't go beyond that, because it's not that I don't care about the politics or anything like that, but it's just that I've become beaten down by it, that I just want to talk about the film. Yeah, but I mean... It it, it looks crap. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm... Yeah, the trailer's trailer's not great, but it's just... Look, when the film comes out, sure... If if Matt Damon is the big star and and the rest of the uh, the rest of the cast are reduced to stereotypes, absolutely fair enough. This is a piece of marketing that has to try to sell the film to as wide an audience as possible. Mm. And at this moment in time, you do that by having Matt Damon be front and center of the trailer. You exactly. just do. It is it is what it is. Is it a good thing? No, not necessarily. But does it mean that this film will probably get watched by more people than if it was advertised uh, as from the director of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yes, it will. It is what it is. It's marketing. It's systemic. Yes, you can rage against the machine, but it's like a fucking half walling at the moon. Yeah. It's just pick your battles. Pick your battles. Exactly. Well put. Anyway, uh, I'm done. Uh, Right, I have... A couple more. Uh, Masterminds. The um, oh, I missed this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it stars Kristen Wiig and uh, Zach Galifianakis and all that kind of crew. Uh, it, it basically loosely on a true story. It looks funny. It looks like something I will watch, but I will watch it in the cinema unless there is absolutely nothing on, like not like nothing else on. Sure, sure. At all. <laughs> awesome. um, yeah. Uh, Ithaca, the Meg Ryan, uh, Tom Hanks movie, uh, which, because Meg Ryan's, uh, has, I think, adapted and is directing this uh, as well, uh, which for some reason made me vaguely interested in it, for some reason, yeah. that Meg Ryan was directing I thought, hmm, that's not somebody I thought would go into directing, so I'm kind of interested. Right, have you seen the trailer for this? No, I haven't, no. Right, what I will say is, this trailer... I said this to Bex, and she just went, yes, yeah, right? It's the sort of movie where if you watched it on a Sunday morning with a raging hangover, you'd cry at the film. Okay. But but if you watched it at any other point 
at all, you'd go, that's shit. Okay. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if you watch this on a Sunday morning with a hangover, a proper hangover, not a mild hangover, a proper hangover, you'll be crying at the end of it. You'll go, that was terrible, but I can't stop crying. Yeah, okay. I can't that, that type of movie. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, no, haven't seen any other trailers. I don't think. Nope. That's everything. Cool, man. So, yes, so moving on, uh, we will cover Jason Bourne first. Um, Jason Bourne returned to the screen after, um, I don't know, whatever his name was, uh, Renner's uh, character in the Aaron Cross? Aaron Cross. Aaron Cross, yeah. Um, I was going to say Alex Cross, but it's not Alex Cross. Oh, I wish it was Alex Cross. We wish it was Alex Cross, yes. Um, Yes, so Matt Damon returns, um, and it's a Bond movie. So everything that happened in Identity Supremacy and uh, Ultimatum basically happens again, but now. Um, there are some interesting kind of political things thrown in there, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those um, in a second. Stars, obviously, Matt Damon, uh, Julia Stiles, and then uh, we've also got Vincent Cassell, uh, Riz Ahmed, Tommy Lee Jones, and Elisa Vikander uh, are along for the ride. Uh, Paul Greengrass is also back. Uh, he's written and he is directing a game as well. Ian, um, what did you think of Jason Bourne? Disclaimer, I was pretty hammered when I watched it. You were pretty hammered, weren't you? Yeah, um... Like, 20 past six showing, finished work at five. Like, everybody from work was going out for drinks. So I got through, like, four pints in an hour. Um, so I walked in already a bit, like, could just stay out drinking, to be fair. But no. <laughs> so you, you, you were already against the movie you were, before you even started watching Well, the thing is... But the thing is, I like the Bourne films. I didn't re-watch them I, just because it's like I don't have a particular pull to re-watch them. And yeah. I, I, find them I find them very, very good when I'm watching them, never really think about them when I'm not um, films, to be honest. Um, but I came, I, I came to it looking forward to it, though. You know, like yeah. if Damon and Greengrass are coming back... There's got to be a reason why they've come back. Like, Greengrass has just come off Captain Phillips. Damon's still pretty hot, you know. I Martian, mean, he can... Martian really, you know, it, 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 it made people remember, oh, yeah, Matt Damon. Matt great, Damon, right? yeah. Well, yeah, is. exactly. Matt, Matt Damon is great. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, no, great. totally. No, absolutely. And, you know, it, it, so they didn't have to come back for this. And then you watch... I, I mean, I watched it, and afterwards I was like, why the fuck did they bother? I... I, I genuinely have no idea why they felt this story was important because it's the most watered down, like, sit form student banging on at you about privacy thing. But then every 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes or so, there's an action scene. And I, I don't know. I mean, like, I thought stuff was telegraphed i thought stuff was done i just have to say right now a mark zuckerberg like guy gives a speech about how his company cares about privacy the very next scene is him having a meeting with the head of the cia in a public restaurant how the fuck 
does that not get picked up? Because he's like held up as like a great pioneer and you know like a really cool guy. It's like why are you having meetings with the CIA? They also pitched him as such a fucking douchebag. Yeah, no, totally, totally. He, he, he literally everything about that guy screamed d bag. Yeah, no, abso- no, absolutely. You know, but it so. I don't know. It was just, there was an awful lot of clangingly dumb stuff. I was waiting for Julia Stiles to get killed off the moment she appeared. It was like, right, well, <laughs> Alicia Vikander is the main lady in this. Julia Stiles is barely in the pre-release material. I give her until the end of the first act. Oh, what's that? She dies at the end of the first act? Shocker. Yeah. Um, and it just, there's nothing in here that feels vital. There's nothing the action is crunchy, and that's fine. But to be fair, kind of seen it all before. I, I, I it just, I, I came out of it after. I was like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like the ending as well, man. Like, I, I was liking the idea that Vikanda was like playing Damon, and the next film was going to be like her further playing him, and then like maybe he's actually outsmarted by someone. But no. You know, at the end of that scene, it's revealed that oh, he was actually listening in the entire time. You know, so it's just Jason Bourne is the unkillable man who is smarter than you, even if he's been off the grid for 10 years and shouldn't know this stuff. He's just smarter than you. It, it, I was annoyed. I was borderline bored at points. Um, Damon is fine. Vikanda, like, she, I mean... She came, this came at a really interesting point of her career where this either could have done something good for her of being in a big Hollywood film or it was just nothing for her because now she's won an Oscar. She's the new Lara Croft. She doesn't need Jason Bourne. A year, year and a half ago when they cast her, she probably did. She fucking doesn't now. And now it feels like she's in there for no reason whatsoever. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is craggly. I'm looking forward to seeing him more in the new mechanic film because it actually looks like he's going to have some fun. Yeah. Um, I I I was re- I was disappointed. I wasn't really disappointed because, like I say, I don't have a massive affinity with the Bourne films anyway. But do you know what? I liked Legacy more, and I, that's not hyperbole. I liked Legacy more. Right. Um. I thought it was a Bourne movie. Fair I, enough. I, I, that's maybe, it. Maybe, maybe if I rewatch them, maybe that would just be what they are to me now. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, I think because I, I watched them quite recently, um, and when and after watching them quite recently, it was like, huh, I, I, I don't quite get why these are, are held up as being like the you know the the. the you know, the, the way they're game changers of the modern action movie or anything like that, they're alright. They're not bad. You know, the first one's pretty shit, but that's just because it's aged terribly. Um, but they're alright. They're all alright. They're enjoyable. And I found Jason Bourne to be, at points, enjoyable. I thought the first act was good. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that. I thought there was a bit of tension in it. Um, it was strange them setting it in Greece, um, you know, among a, a riot that's going on there. Uh, um, you know, there's a lot of kind of politics there. But I, I did feel a little bit like it was trying to add some seriousness and some kind of um, political smarts 
to a film that doesn't really need it because what you're actually doing is you're showing you know this quite serious thing that's going on in Greece, which is um, you know the the anti-government riots, you know, and protests where the actual people are going to the government and saying, "Hey, fuck you! You've been letting billionaires not pay tax for years, and we're getting fucked on it." So they're, they're writing and they're going, "Look, we're showing you what's going on in Greece." Like you are, that's yeah. fine, but what you're actually doing is, you're saying that that is just a smoke screen for all of this other more important stuff that's going on, like just catching Jason Bourne. Yeah. Like, hang on a minute, no. No, 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 no. You can't have your cake and then piss on it and ask somebody else to fucking eat it. It doesn't work like that. And plus, Jason Bourne's terrible terrible at not being seen he's constantly being seen and also i I kind of maybe shouldn't have watched the honest trailer about the first three movies (laughs) before i watched this because then i was noticing everything they kind of jokingly kind of throw up within it um but i did feel tense at that moment i i I did feel a little bit like this is this is quite tense even though like you you know she's that julia styles is going to die in that because of two things. One, yes, she's been in virtually none of the PR for it. And two, nobody likes Julia Stiles. I'm sure she's... Lo- I'm actually, no, I'm sure she's not lovely. Because nobody seems to like her. She's not reading anything else. She she had a thing at the, you know, the start of the, you know, late night, very late nineties and early noughties where she was huge. And then it seemed to be that she seemed to just piss everybody off. And then now... She, occasionally, she used to occasionally get a call saying, we're doing a Bond film, can we use that previous footage we've got of you, or do you want to be in it? And now they've killed her off, and they don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Becky's just saying, stop bashing Julia Stiles, you hater. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, obviously they're using her as some continuity to the part, yeah. like, with the past, you know, because of the well, fact that there's that... barely anybody alive left in the old films now. But, I don't know, bring, bring back... Um... Fucking, oh, Christ, I'm forgetting her name. Joan Allen? Uh, Joan Allen. Joan yeah. Allen. I was thinking Laura for some reason. Well, she, she was fun, but the, the thing is, it, I enjoyed that, and that was good, and you got a great car chase. You know, and the, the Bond films is, you get a car chase. What I wish is that that was underlined, and they went, right, we've done the Bond car chase, now we can move on. Because when they do it later on in the film, the big bad has been in Tommy Lee Jones has been killed and then he goes after the henchman on some kind of revenge mission in Vincent Cassell and it's like I'm bored I don't want to watch I don't want to watch this SWAT car literally just driving as everything's just fucking bouncing off it and Matt Damon just follows in its fucking slipstream carnage it, it it's boring you did a car chase earlier you're you're formulate you're playing on a formula which is fine but I'm bored now I'm really really bored because I know that he's gonna kill him yeah this is I mean that's the thing and I mean I like I liked Cassell but how like not only not only is it that Bourne got him burned in his like um undercover mission when Treadstone was revealed but also he killed Bourne's dad which was a bit like when, when, when that moment happened, when that when that moment happened, and and it, he went, oh no no, oh, I remember now. I can see it. It's not fuzzy anymore. You stop saying you remember everything at the start of every movie, and then remembering more as the movie goes along. 
because that's just retarded. And it's it, it's there. And he goes, ah, oh, it was Vincent Cassell. It's like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like Cassell's already got a good personal motivation for going after him, but they obviously needed something so that Damon would go after Cassell. But how fun? I don't know. How fun would it be to just have Cassell? I mean, they'd have a good little fight at the end. But to have like Cassell chase Born and like be really fucking good at it, yeah. like because Cassell's basically shown to be a bit of an idiot until the last fight. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and oh. even the last fight, it, he goes down. Cassell goes down, and Damon goes after him. And you hear over a police helicopter scanner, he's gone at the storm drains. Mm. Right, they have a massive fight. Right? This is Cassell, who has just okay. driven a SWAT car through Vegas, trashing everything, right? They have a fight, and then Bourne slowly trudges away, but not a single police officer goes near it. It, it, it just... It, the, 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 the thing that the Bourne films always had thrown at people was they were smart action thrillers, right? I, I've watched them back, and they're not that smart. I mean, don't get me wrong, yes, they're smarter than your average Jason Statham movie, and that's not a criticism of Statham movies, but they're smarter than that. But, they're not that smart. They're essentially the same movie over and over again. Um, And the problem is, in this one, you're kind of wanting something a little bit different, because like you said, it's been nine years since the Ultimatum. There's been another movie in between that wasn't Jason Bond, that was the same world, but a different person. And then you've got Greengrass and Damon have come back. It should be to do something else with it, not just to go and do a, 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 essentially go, we're trying to kickstart another trilogy. Yeah. It, 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 which, which is what's happened. And you know what? If they do another one, I'll happily watch it. I will. Because I like Greengrass, and I like Matt Damon, and I like espionage thrillers, but I will be, I'll be watching it, and I'll get to the end of it, I know I will if they do another one, and I'll come out of it and go, well, I'm, I'm the fucking idiot here. They're not, they're not the idiots for, for making the same movie again for a fucking fifth slash sixth time. I'm the idiot for going to fucking watch it again, yeah, because it yeah. will be the same movie. And I don't mind that Bond outsmarts... Alicia Vikander uh, at the end of it because I will see that as her going right it's the challenge for me to now go and outsmart him again uh, and to get the one up on him she, she, but, she, but, it, but it's just like he knows she's not trustworthy yeah. so why would he why would he trust her now mm, like but, there, there's no reason for him to trust her because he's heard, heard her say all this, say this stuff you know it just but there was I don't think there was a reason for him to trust her in the first place anyway because it was basically because she was a woman and she had a 10 seconds conversation with him when she sounded empathetic. Yeah, and that, and that she, was she, it. And, you know, I, I, that was fairly clear in the fact that she turned, she, you think that she's turning because she believes Barn and she's grown soft on Barn. It isn't. She's just using him as a tool to kill um, Tommy Lee Jones. Which is interesting. Just Which why, is interesting. Could, why couldn't that have, that, that have been hidden from Bourne? And then you've actually got something to hang your hat on for the next one, which is different. Yeah, and yeah, it just it, it just ended up feeling like another Bourne movie rather than a new Bourne movie. 
Yeah, and also, I've got to ask, because I genuinely want to know. You know the scene where he meets Julia Stiles' contact, the, the kind of skin, the yeah. skinhead guy, and they have that fight? Yes. Why the fuck did they have that fight? I don't know. Why the fuck does that guy think, I can beat this guy up? Because the, the thing is, it was like, I thought he was a mate of of Styles, and no indication is given that he, like he's actually working for the authorities. Because otherwise, why is it so hard for them to get a trace on Bourne in that building? Exactly. So then it's... Like, why are you why are you fighting Bourne? There, there is no reason given for it. And it's like, I know I get... Other, other I, think, I think the reason is, he thinks if he can knock Bourne out, he can get those files and he can have them as well. That is the only interesting thing. Jesus fucking but, Christ. But also, as well, this guy is supposedly, um, based on from how they've been talking about him, one of the premier hackers in the world. Yeah. Two things. One, he'd know that, that phone was a security risk uh, to his computer, if indeed it is, and that is possible, which it would seem it is. I didn't know that was possible, but I'm guessing it probably is. Two, he'd have something that everything that went through his uh, server backed up and saved. Oh, you'd think, yeah, yeah. Without question. So he'd yeah, be there yeah. going, asking and saying, good eye on the fires, good eye on the fires. And they'd be like, no, no, you can't. And he'd be thinking, ah, I've already got them anyway. I have the man. Wait a minute. That's all. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that, and it's just, what makes you think that you're going to be able to beat up Jason Bourne? You know Jason Bourne is. Just, just don't. No matter how hard you hit him with a dumbbell, he's going to get back up because he's Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah, also, absolutely. As well, the Tommy Lee Jones kind of speech to Jason Bourne about knowing who he is and everything like that. Sorry. Don't steal shit from Rambo. Don't steal shit from Rambo. Because that is just stolen from Rambo. That's an amalgamation of, of, nice. Ram, of, of Rambo and Rambo Part 3 thrown together. And I watched it going, I want to watch Rambo Part 3 now. And nobody has ever watched Jason Bourne and gone, this makes me want to watch Rambo Part 3. There you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, I, it's, it, it's so disappointing. But I do think... But I enjoyed it certainly more than you. Um, yeah. but it is it is so disappointing because it is just a run of the mill espionage thriller and we should expect more than that from Greengrass and Damon shouldn't we? yeah that's and especially because they didn't have to come back but money it's money that's what they, you know there's no there's no you know people can, they can say oh no we had a great story to tell did you why didn't you tell that story then why did you tell this one you know it, it, it the only logical explanation you can give for it, it is money and you know what i don't criticize them for that you know damon will have been a nice chunk and and so will Greengrass to come back to it so you know i have no problem with that but it just feels a little bit like you know, you could have you could have done better. You could have done better. You could have gone. No, we can do this better. Or was this as good as they thought? It, it, you know, it needed to be, which yeah, is disappointing. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's like if they think this was a vital story, I'm like, I just, I think they're a good few years too late. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, the Fifth Estate was about Snowden, and uh, like, not, not how many Snowden, times have they mentioned Snowden? Yeah, no, this is going to be bigger than Snowden. Snowden, Snowden, Snowden. Snowden. I, it just, 
it, I don't know, it feels like... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it just it feels like someone who read a, a, a copy of The Guardian from three years ago and went, do you know all this stuff that's happening? And it's like, well, yeah, it yeah. was three years ago, Paul. You know, it, it just... I utterly, utterly, utterly inessential, this. Yeah, it is. Like, it, um, maddeningly so. Where, where are you falling on it, then? Definitely shit. You definitely shit. Wow. I'm doing it. It's the first. It's the first Bourne film of the series. I would give a definitely shit. But I just. I, I mean, like I was drunk, but I think to be fair, I think I probably made quite clear that I was paying attention. Mm. You know, and it it it, it just. I yeah, I would have rather have kept drinking. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I'm in the. I'm. I'm I'm touching cloth on it. You sound touching cloth. I'm touching cloth. Um, and uh, we had 15 votes. Um, they went, uh, definitely not shit, 53%. Right. Touching cloth, 20%. And shit, 27%. That'll do. That's, that, that's, that's, that's a high shit rating, actually. Big ups to my fellow shit brothers. Yep. Um, so, yes, Ian, um, <laughs> what have you been watching this week? Are we doing that first, are we? Yes, we'll do that and then we'll do Killing Joke. All right, why not? Oh, no, um, should, we do, should we do Killing Joke and then do that um, based on oh, possible of time? Whatever floats your boat, buddy. Uh, okay, yeah, let's do what we've, what we've been watching. Okay, cool. So, uh, what have I been watching? I watched a De Palma film I'd never seen before. Ooh, which one? Body Double. Oh, Body Double is fantastic. I'm seeing that in the cinema in a few weeks. Oh, we're going to have a debate. Not a fan. You're not a fan? Oh! I'm disappointed. I love Body Double. Um, you know. But, but, remember Ian, it's an erotic thriller. Right. Of course I love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the thing is, I'm not as skeezy as you are. That is true. You know. I'm fair. When it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm I'm actually fairly conservative. I don't mind saying it, it is what it is. I don't. I genuinely don't watch porn. Um, I, 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 I it's just like I think just the, the way I was raised. It just it's not something I do. You I just kill puppies. The I, yeah, I just kill puppies and wank over their bloods. You know, like if porn's not for me. I find my outlet through other ways. Um, but, ways. Yeah, well, for me, yeah. No, um, so, but no, I mean, I, I genuinely don't. So that I, I come to this, and when it's him scoping through the telescope and watching her dance for minutes at a time, where uh, while Danagio's score kind of like kind of, kind of away in the background. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not particularly enjoying this. Yeah. I'll, but the, the, the kind of the trademark the Palmer sequences, I think, are solid. Like when he's in the shopping mall and he's like trying to go up and down the lift and yeah. stop stop the guy with the, the the funny face. That was pretty solid. Um, and like that whole sequence, because there's a bit after as well where um, like they go back to like her home and it's like on the beach, beach there. Yeah, the there's, the, there's the bit uh, in the tunnel bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that stuff's pretty pretty solid, you know. Um, but. The thing with Blowout is that there's some scuzziness to it, but John Travolta, he's genuinely a character you can hang your hat on. Oh, and yeah, it's, it, 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 it's a very different class of De Palma to, to something like Blowout, without question. Yeah, so, 
And, but I mean, like Nancy Allen, you kind of grow to love her as well. And I mean, like the the Frankie goes to Hollywood section, I quite enjoyed as well. You know, like it, it but it just I didn't connect with any of the characters, and I think from a pure male like prehistoric side, I think you're maybe like men are supposed to connect to the the, the main guy, um, but it just it didn't quite grab it for me. So I like the style is perfectly. It's perfectly decent. That's fine. It's just that, that genuinely the content is just something that's not not really for me, you know. And it's I, I don't know. I like I feel slightly embarrassed watching it. And it, I mean, it, it is what it is. But if you like, if you like it, uh, you know, all power to you. I'm not gonna, you know, as long as it's not hurting anyone. I don't, I don't care what kinks people have. I don't care what what people get off to. As like I say, as long as it's not hurting anyone. And, you know, job done. I would not want to see this in a cinema with you, though, I'll say that. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the cinema. But, you know, this is, again, it, it is my kind of wheelhouse. I love this type of... I I, I like sleaze, sleazy films. So, uh, and Bunny Double is really, really sleazy. Uh, it is, without question, it, it, if you're going to go in terms of... Uh, of what the best De Palma films? It's nowhere near. <laughs> it's not like a top at the top ones, uh, but it's fun I, I, personally to me because because of the fact that it, it's incredibly sleazy and grimy, and you know you've got Craig Wasson um, seems to think that he's doing good, and he, he's really not. He's just a bit sleazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave it two and a half out of five on Letterboxd, so I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, and I can appreciate the style. It just it's it's not for me. It's not one I'll be coming back to. Um. But no, no, all power to you. Um, I'll go through some quickly. Um, Looper. I rewatched Looper. I still quite like Looper. Sorry. I, uh, I've not watched it since my first watch. I didn't get on with it my first watch, but I do feel like I, I should give it another go. It's on Netflix. Of, because of who directed it. Yeah, no, absolutely. The thing is, the first 20 minutes or so is really, really hard info dumping. Mm. And it's like, duh, 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 this is called blah, and blah. This is called blur, and it's just oh Christ! All right, like fine. I appreciate your world building. I'd rather you just told me through, like maybe in the film dialogue, as opposed to Joseph Gordon-Levitt literally explaining it. To you. <laughs> um, but you know, hey. Um, okay, I watched the transporter refueled. I was going to watch this the same night. Weirdly enough, uh, as you mentioned, you watched it. I was going to watch it, then I ended up not. I can't remember what else I watched. I didn't watch anything actually. Oh, fair, fair enough. I mean, it's it's, it's decent. It's decent. Um, Ed's screen is is actually all right. Um, Ray Stevenson is his dad, and he's quite a lot of fun, and they they have some good fun chemistry together. The action's all, you know good. I mean, it's it's not the safe, um, but you know it's probably better than Transporter Three. So you know, okay, there's that. that. You know, um, but yeah, no, solid. Is, is, I was. It's, it's, it's like 93 minutes as well, isn't it, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a good time while it's on, what can I say? Uh, that, you don't expect much anything else from those movies, to be honest. No, no, but I mean, I'd, 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 I'd watch another one with him. I'd, I'd say that. And um, Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I watched Finding Dor- um, Dory. I keep on saying Finding Dory, and people at work were correcting me about that all day on Friday. Um, Finding <laughs> Dory... I'm not going to say much about it because there's not much to say. It's fine. 
It's aggressively fine. It's like the weird. I mean, it's made so much fucking money, and I'm not too sure how that happened. I wish Inside Out made the money the Finding Dory's made. Marketing, but... marketing, and it's because it, it, it's a known property. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I mean, like the short film before it, Piper, was lovely. Um, enjoyed that more. Uh, took Lottie to see it. Worked, oh, I mean, how'd that go on? Um, we moved seats a total of six times um, during the course of it because she was just having fun walking up and down the aisles and like checking different seats out and stuff. Um, she found it a bit scary, but you know she got she got through it okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, like some of the new characters are, are decent enough. Um, I, you know, I, I mean, it does kind of get you the idea of Dory like actually like forget forgetting where her parents are and then getting lost and not being able to find them. You know, from a having a two year old point of view, it kind of gets you. But I, you know, there's there's a couple of decent jokes, there's a couple of different decent sequences. But again, like Jason Bourne, it does feel inessential. I liked it more than Jason Bourne, um, but yeah, it just feels like okay, they've made that fine. Right, let's have something better, please, next time. So there's that. How long is it? Oh, like, uh, I mean, is it like pushing think, two hours. No, no, I mean, including the short. Ninety-seven. Film. Yeah, that, that's including the short film, I think. Ninety-seven minutes, two hundred million dollars. Ninety-seven minutes. There you I don't go. know if it's going to make a fucking fortune. It's made a fortune, but like, it'll it'll hit a billion. I just, I find it, I just, I, I just find it staggering that 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 Pixar just needs to fucking up the game a little bit with stuff like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean to because be fair, they, they seem to be getting away a little bit with the fact that essentially that's just the fucking same movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, they had um, they had two original films last year, you know, so it's... Inside Out and Inside Out was, was very good. I, I mean, I God, Inside Out... I watched the, the, the dinosaur one. I mean, the good dinosaur's not great, but at least it's something. But I mean, Inside Out is fucking fantastic. I I would take a, a two or three Finding Dorys for an Inside Out every few years. You see, um, with the good dinosaur, they knew it wasn't great, so yeah. they dumped it essentially. Yeah, but pretty it's as close to a dump as Pixar have ever had. Yeah, they they, they, they dumped it. And, it, and, it, and it, let's be honest, it's their first flop since what A Bug's Life. Yeah, no, I, mean, I think it actually lost money. I think it, it was the first Pixar yeah. film I actually lost money. So you know, hey, um, but yeah, so Finding Dory, uh, it, you know, it, it's fine. But then again, my two-year-old like, show like just seemed to want to constantly move seats. So that shows how engaged she was. Um, do, 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 do. So uh, last thing, Alpha Dog. I finally fucking watched Alpha Dog, which feels like a film that you have wanted me to watch for years. Yes, it feels like. Like a Mark film. It is a Mark film, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was all right. Because that's a bit just, sleazy. You know, um, yeah, well, actually, it wasn't really that. To be it's fair. not that it's sleazy, just, but it's a little bit. Of, yeah, it's, it's, little it's, bit. it's nasty. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was just, uh, spoiler alert, for Alpha Dog. I, the fact that Anton Yelchin's killed and then there's still like another 15 minutes to go, I think was a bit of a mistake. Especially when one of the scenes is like, just Emil Hirsch, failing to get an erection while Olivia Wilde tries to fuck him. It's just like, really? Can't, right, wow, okay. I think, I, I think that is to just highlight how fucked up he is. <laughs> oh, no, so, yeah, well, yeah, no, totally. But I don't know, you kind of already got that impression. But, I mean, watching it now, obviously, with the Anton Yelchin thing, it's pretty fucking... 
that's some close to the bone shit that is. I yeah. tell you what, you know, just when and he's it's really well acted as well, like his creeping realization and how he's trusting Justin Timberlake's character to the last. Mm. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, it's that shit's chilling. Um, it, it, it's a heck of a cast when you go through it. Oh, uh, you God, know, it's amazing cast. for the time and now for who they are, but for the time that cast is that young cast is incredible. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I thought it, I thought it was decent. You know, Netflix watch certainly don't regret watching it. Yeah. So there you go, and uh, that's it for me. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll go through mine. I've only watched a couple. Uh, Again, another busy week, and I'm trying to get more watch this week. Uh, we watched The Dark Knight Rises, um, because I've been going through the, the Batman films with Isabel. Um, nice. We're going to go back to the, the uh, Burton Batman ones now, uh, and run through Sweet. those, and run through... Two. Oh, you're going to watch Batman the movie? Yes. Oh, no, she's yeah. already watched, she watched Batman the movie a few times, actually, to be honest, but we oh, watched it when she was, she was a lot younger. Um, nice. So, yeah, so... Um, I, I really like The Dark Knight Rises, and it's, it's one of those movies where... When I say to people, oh, yeah, I saw Dark Knight Rise and I say, I really like it, and then people start saying, um, oh, yeah, but it's like, no, no, I really like it. I don't care what you think about it, so yeah. don't bother. Don't, yeah. don't bother telling me everything that you think is wrong with it, because if you utter the phrase, but how does Batman get, before you have finished saying it, I will have hit you in the face. I will have hit you in the face and leaned over and gone, because he's fucking Batman, you idiot. End of. You can say that because, do you know why you can say that? Because he's fucking Batman. So, yeah, I, I really like Batman. That I, 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 I think it is, it, it's, it's moody as it's supposed to be. It's, it's taken the, you know, the, 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 that night was about anarchy and, and just craziness and all that and it takes that and shows you what will happen you know when you have order and when order is taken over by order mixed with power and a little bit of evil essentially is that is what you get I love the fact that essentially Bane is played as the the, the villain throughout the all of it and then when it actually comes to it you actually have kind of got to feel for him a little bit because he's being used as a toy yeah. essentially and that that's really good it's great the fact that he's just disposed of um, I do like the fact that this the first movie was about introducing um, was, was essentially the first movie was Bruce Wayne's movie um, that the, the Batman uh, begins was Bruce mm. Wayne's movie. That's it's not. It's a Batman movie that, that Batman doesn't appear in until forty-five minutes into it. It's a Bruce Wayne movie. The Dark Knight is a Joker movie. The Dark Knight Rises is finally the Batman movie uh, of, of this trilogy, and I like that. Um, I, I do think it's 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 incredibly enjoyable. I can see why other people would say that it's too long uh, because it is very long. But I again. I don't find it too long. I think Bane's a fantastic character. Uh, I think the still think the the, the the kind of the twist where you get the Tyler O'Gould thing works well. You know it, but it's still it, it's still delivered well. Um, and you know it if you're steeped in the the history of Batman. You 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 have an idea. If you're not like my twelve year old daughter and the the, the knife sticking in happens uh, quite literally getting stabbed in the back um 
my daughter was was laid down, kind of, uh, I'd laid down the floor and she laid on the floor with the dog. Uh, not with the dog, with the dog. Not we told her she had to lay on the floor with the dog. Uh, Never that, once for a second thought you meant that, but uh, thank you for the sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, When that happened, uh, she actually sat up and went, huh? oh, like that. So that's the reaction you kind of want for that yeah so I, I still really like the Dark Rises uh, and again it's one of those films that I don't care if other people don't like it I like it let me get on with liking it um, I watched Regression um, the Alejandro Amiba um, film starring uh, Ethan Hawke Emma oh Watson, how's this David Thewlis uh, and Dale Dickey uh, set in 1990 uh, and the idea of it is uh, Emma Watson plays a girl who has accused her father um, of sexually abusing her uh, and she's run away to the church and she's accused her father of sexually abusing her her father has admitted to sexually abusing her but he's not actually said I've yes I did it he can't remember doing it but his daughter never lies so he must have done it that is what he keeps saying she never lied, so I must have done it, but he can't remember. So then David Thewlis is brought in uh, to try and use regression hypnotherapy to get him to actually see these things and what's happened. Uh, and Ethan Hawke thinks that this is all linked to um, Satanism uh, and to Satan worshipping, uh, and that that is, you know, across the board, he's infecting America and he's trying to get along with that and people from the... the police force that he's on implicated in it and it all goes through this and this and this and then it turns out at the end of it not everything is what it seems uh it's all kind of phoned in a little bit you know what's going to happen you know where it's going um every moment where you go where it goes oh you're going yeah that was pretty obvious uh it's atmospheric enough but feels a little bit VOD. It, it yeah. feels like it could be a little bit better. Um, Hawk's very good. Um, Emma Watson's actually quite good in it as well, which is strange because you know she's she can be a little bit crap now she's a adult actress. She was fantastic in the Harry Potter movies. Now she's an that. adult actress. And not a child actor. <laughs> Um, she can be a little bit kind of crap and feel a little bit hammy she's not she's actually really good in this and actually really well played um, Thulis is David Thulis in it um, Devin Bostock um, turns up and gives kind of steals the movie in the three or four scenes he's in um, Dale Dickey's very good but Dale Dickey's always very good in what she does um, it's if it were ten minutes shorter, I'd say it's absolutely worth a watch, but it isn't. It's an hour and 45 minutes, which is too long for this movie. Um, also, uh, there is, there's, there's baby killing in it, which will immediately put you off it. Um, yep. So, I, I, if I were you, I wouldn't watch it, because I don't think you're going to like it. Uh, but it's perfectly alright, but a little bit shit. But if you like horror movies that are you know, single horror movies that are a little bit shit, you'll like this. Um, but if you're looking for something that's kind of a cultish and things like that, and explore that, it doesn't really. It, it's Ethan Hawke's good, uh, Devin Bostock's very good in the few scenes he's in, and it's vaguely interesting, but there is a more interesting movie to be made about this this story. 
is what. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, um, and I watched uh, the uh, Chris Farley movie Tommy Boy because Noel told me he'd never seen a Chris Farley movie, so I decided uh, yes. to watch Tommy Boy for him. Tommy Boy is it, 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 it's not very good, but in the same way as every single Polly Shaw film is not very good, I watch it and I really have like a, a strong kind of affinity for these movies. It's pure nostalgia uh, because I watched them in the cinema and I enjoyed them when I was sort of 12, 13 years old. It's pure nostalgia, but I'm happy to say I mean I enjoyed the nostalgia of watching it. Um, it's it's 97 minutes long. Uh, Chris Farley is, was an acquired taste uh, because he was high energy and it was bah, 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 bah. Uh, But I kind of enjoyed that. It's fun. Okay. What I'll say on that. Um, it's not something I recommend. It's something if you if you remember enjoying watching it, go back and watch it again because you'll probably still enjoy it and it'll finish and you'll go. I kind of feel bad for enjoying that still. <laughs> but, do you know what? I'll happily hold my hands up and go, do you know what? I, I kind of enjoyed it. And yes, I probably will be watching Belly Hills Ninja at some point. So, there we go. Um, yeah, um, well, very quickly, I know it's not about film, but I, I, I did watch the um, Stranger Things, is it called? Yeah, man. Yeah. Watch the, yeah. First, watch the first episode. Uh, I'm halfway through the first episode myself. Yeah. Watch the first episode. Becky and Isabel watched it. They loved it. Becky then told me I had to, I had to watch it. Yeah. Bonus uh, said the same to me. I watched it. Uh, I, I. Do you know what? Like I said about Dark Knight Rises, I'm not gonna criticise it because it was all right, but it's not for me. It's just not for me. Okay. Um, I, I might give it another two episodes because I think that you should always give something three episodes give it three episodes and if it ain't got you by three episodes then you're alright to go do you know what it's not for me so I might give it next two episodes just because I feel it would be a little bit unfair just kind of binning it off the first episode because I didn't dislike it I didn't think it was bad it just didn't quite get me the way it seems to have got the rest of the world yeah fair enough I mean I, I, I again I mean I, I'm 20 minutes in decent I'm wondering if the hype might be a little bit too much for me and it might have put me off a little bit, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I yeah. like, but the thing is, I mean, like I started watching Mr. Robot. I've got the people versus OJ Simpson. I've got twin peaks. I want to kind of get back into preacher at some point. It's too, it's, it's too much, man. It's too much. I'm trying to fucking get through uncharted four on the PlayStation at the moment. All this plus watching enough films to actually have something to talk about on here. Well, I, I started a rewatch of about two, three weeks ago of Sons of Anarchy just off the cuff, um, and I've just finished the third season. They, they well, bloody hell. Yeah, and, so there's that. Um, you know, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm consciously wanting to watch more movies this week, not just to talk about my podcast, but because I, I kind of miss watching movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Getting on to um, Batman, uh, the Killing Joke. Um, it's based on the the um, graphic novel, uh, the Killing Joke. However, there it has been fleshed out uh, a little bit um, to, well, essentially to to, to give you more um, minutes of, of film is all I can think of. Um, they might give other reasons, but that just to reason. piss people off. Uh, well, we'll come to that. Yes, certainly. Um, it's. It's a story, it's written, the original uh, graphic novel was written by uh, Alan Moore and uh, illustrated fantastically Brian Boland. Um, my affinity comes for it, I'll explain that before we get into actually talking about it, is um, I'm, a, I'm not a huge comic book fan. 
uh, in that I read a lot of comic books I don't uh, whereas somebody for instance like Noel um, for instance and uh, Mike from Chief Punter they they both are comic book fans comic book fans and they read a lot of comic books I don't I read a few but not a lot but I read a lot of Batman um, and I I read a lot of the Joker based ones but I also like a lot of the other ones but also well, I read a lot of Alan Moore Alan Moore is one of my favourite writers not just one of my favourite comic book um, slash graphic novel writers um, so when he you know the killing joke is essentially lined up it's my favourite author writing about my favourite character and I, 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 I do adore it um, so I went into it going this is amazing uh, what I will say is that the presentation for the um, especially the screening was very good um, you know we got uh, the trailers for the Wonder Woman which looks fantastic on the big screen incredible nice. really nice. like I was looking forward to it and I saw it on the big screen trailer and I was like yes 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 uh, the extended suicide squad trailer and then there was a um, a little short about um, Matt Hamill talking about how he got the role of the Joker uh, originally and talking about you know how he's played the Joker and the fun he's had with the Joker uh, and then weirdly after the film there was a uh, a little short 15 minute doc about the music of the killing joke um, which I was going to stay and watch, but there was two fucking three actually I think dickheads sat behind me who the minute the film start stopped and that started, they just thought that that was okay to talk at a level where if they couldn't hear each other because something was been said on screen, they'd just talk louder. Oh god! And I thought, do you know what? This is going to be on the special features. I'll just watch it at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. So uh, Ian. Um, we're reviewing the Killing Joke, Batman the Killing Joke, the film, so I'm going to not review the book while I'm talking about it. What did you think of Batman the Killing Joke? Uh, troublesome, um, frankly. Um, as I've made pretty clear on the show uh, in the past, I, 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 I don't have too much truck for the insta-rage that happens on social media and whatnot. Um, however, I think they kind of have a point with this. Um I think the second half, which by um, all uh, reports seems to be what the killing joke actually was, yeah. um, is a hell of a lot better than the first half. Yeah. Um, the first half is basically, oh, Batgirl's a kick-ass female action hero, but do you know what? She just wants to get fucked by Batman. Like, yeah. that's essentially what it is. She's got, she, she's got a schoolgirl crush on Batman. Yeah, and she kind of has maybe a bit of a bad boy thing, like because she kind of seems to like the attention, the kind of the bad guy in the first half of it's giving her as well. And and, and I mean that that is all it is. She's yeah. got like a gay best friend, which feels like something from literally twenty years ago. Um, not that there, are, there aren't gay best friends anymore, but just that trope on screen. Yeah, it, it, it's the the the, the tropiness of it. Yeah, and and. and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just watched that bit, just like, yeah, I can see why people are angry about this, you know. And it, and I did, did pretty much got a point, really. So yeah, fair enough. This is a bit, and then um, the 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 Joker stuff actually starts, and it was interesting. Um, and the, the the Joker backstory was really surprising to me. I didn't know any of that stuff was coming, and. It, it was tragic, and you know, it, it 
really seemed to be about a, a really very human story for a character who is kind of anything but on screen usually. Yeah, um, it's the, the, the wonder of the moment of it is it is that essentially it is you know he's driven insane by his own guilt and that's he has a mental breakdown. It's yeah. a good way to look at the the Joker. Yeah, exactly. I mean, fantastic. You know, I, and and so I. I'm, 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 re- I'm really mixed on it, to be honest. And it like it, it sounds reductive, but it is first half shit, yep. second half not shit. Well, so I'm touching cloth. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, right. Um, I'll get through the bad bits first because it feels like it'd be a better way to do it. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the first half, not first. Yeah, the first third of what we'll, we'll call it, the bit that isn't the killing joke. The, the, the fleshed out bit that there's no real reason to have put on, um, which actually ends up altering the perspective of the actual book that you're making a movie of, that you're making an animated movie of, because it you, you're putting this and saying this is a is a, uh, essentially a precursor to everything that's about to happen, so it changes ever so slightly the dynamic. Of, of the killing joke for the people who are watching that whereas if you if you've read it you're looking at the dynamic differently um, which I think is it's irksome uh, to me because it it clouds it uh, ever so slightly um, is it is bad yeah it's um, it's pointless um, the reasoning behind it uh, given was they want it to be controversial because the killing joke is, is controversial which Right. It's insulting. It's right. not controversial. It's here's, insulting. Here it is. Here, what, what you've got is right. Yes, the Killing Joke is quite a controversial graphic novel because of the, the way it is. Now, how people who work, who, who are smart people, uh, and who know more about the comic book world than I do, without question, right, can get something so wrong, is because of one thing, and it is absolute arrogance. That is it. They have what they've done is they've got Alan Moore's a controversial writer, and he is a controversial writer. A lot of his writings is quite controversial. He's also got a nastiness to it, but there's also within that there's this strange kind of poetic soul within his within his writing that the Killing Joke has. Um, you know, you've got him. You know, the Joker in the Killing Joke, the movie we see and in the book, you've got him point blank shooting. Um, Barbara Gordon, point blank, not to kill her, but so that he can take these uh, photos of her. And the point of that is to try and um, send Jim Gordon mad, to prove his point that everybody can be driven mad. And it is to do that. That is an unreal sense of nastiness. And then you've got the levity of how he became it all, and you've got, you know, the end where Batman is saying to him, "Look, this only ends one way: you kill me, or I kill you, and I don't want that to happen." And the yeah. thing is, there's emotional kicks within the Killing Joke. So the first part of it is bobbins, it's bullshit, it is arrogantly made, it's them trying to write like Alan Moore, but do you know why Alan Moore is such a strong or a prominent voice and such a um, 
a favoured voice in that medium is because he has a unique voice. Don't try and copy him because what you end up doing is you end up doing the thing that everybody who tries to make a Lynchian movie makes. You make a hash of it because you can't write like somebody who is a unique voice writes. It doesn't work like that. You end up writing shit that has a gay best friend that, like you say, is 22 years, 10 years too late. And that's a fucking period joke. It, oh, it, it was so yeah, 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 yeah. It was so pathetic, and so we're better than this. As an audience, we're better than this. You should be better than this, but you're not. You've tried <laughs> to write something controversial, and you've not. You've written something childish and slightly just shit. You've written everything that's wrong with what you've written. It was pathetic. So moving on from that. The actual King Joke bit was very good at points. It was very good. It looks beautiful. It's hard to not make uh, Brian Bolden's um, image will look beautiful within that. And it, it's very good. And I enjoyed seeing these things on. And it's nasty and it's grimy and it looks like that. But they do miss a couple of key bits that I felt a little bit were like, oh, the ending isn't as strong as it is and it's a strong ending but if you've read the book that's it's punchier and it's more emotional and I think it shows that, that, that the mediums how things work better in different mediums and in you know as a book and reading it it, it works fantastically there in the way it's done it didn't quite come across I don't think they quite nailed the ending uh, in this and also the bit where he goes insane um, he, he screams and you get the him, the hands behind the head and him screaming there. In the graphic novel, and it's the same as the print I've got, the screen, the the the, the, um, the box behind him is filled with ha 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 behind him, right? It is an iconic, um, an iconic piece of, of, of drawing uh, from comic books. It's one of the most iconic images from of the Joker, right? Why not fucking put the ha-has behind him? Why not do that? If you're going to make the fucking killing joke, nail the iconic moments. You nail them. Don't, don't think you, you can you cannot do it because it'll take you out of it. Because you're doing a disservice to what you are so proudly saying you are presenting to the world by doing it in the way that you've done it. And it, it felt a little bit like they, they thought they were making they were they were they were making an animated movie of the killing joke and we're bringing you our killing joke it's like no I, I want Alan Moore and Brian Boland's killing joke <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the fucking sure. screen I don't want your killing joke because you've just pissed me off for 20 minutes so then to not give me my fucking ha ha ha's makes me want to fucking stab you but I was there going, well, no, we'll get to it. We'll get to the, the ending when you've got the iconic moment of him holding the Joker up and it, it's there, that, and having that still and, and, and going out on that. That's what it'll be. Oh. Oh, you've not given me that. Oh. So it, it just felt a little bit... Do you know what? You could read the graphic novel in the same amount of time it would take you to watch that movie and I don't see a single reason why you wouldn't. Yeah, fair enough. So... I am I'm touching cloth on it because the more when I came out of it I was on the high of the fact that I've just watched The Killing Joke I had issues with it but the problem is my issues have stayed with me and my high points haven't so 
that's when I've gone from being it's it's good to I'm touching cloth with it. More to the point of the fact that I'm disappointed that they didn't get the key moments right because it would have been very easy to get them right. I just feel like they they thought just giving us the killing joke was enough, and I just think it was there was a cockiness to it that it, it it's kind of like do you know what you think you're better than the material you're doing. You think you're presenting us with something better than what Alan Moore and Brian Boland gave us, and you're not. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. that. Um, so it's disappointing, and it's not as good as some of the DC Universe uh, animations. So, all in all, disappointed. Um, could do better, is what I would say on that. They should have done better. It should have been treated better. It should yeah, have been made I... by people. It should have been... Uh, made by people who would have just gone and just gone we're going to make it shot by shot like that not felt that they could fucking enhance it yeah I just I feel really I, I feel really sad for for the fans like you you know it just it, it feels like this not my killing joke you know but yeah, actually yeah, that, the that's, point. That, that is that is exactly it yeah so yeah so I'm there our audience uh have voted uh, and I'll just refresh to see if any more votes have come in for it uh, and they've said uh, after 10 votes definitely not shit 40% touching cloth 20% and shit 40% oh there you go which Bloody is interesting uh, on that yeah um, so uh, questions I think we have a couple but only two seconds um, ah uh Punter uh, at Punter, uh, which of course is from Chinstroke versus Punter uh, podcast. Uh, do you think the narrative uh, and character changes in the killing joke further demonstrate the mishandling of DC properties? Yeah, I don't think there's any reason that there's any other way that you can say that that, that they they don't really. Um, yeah, even though I mean, to be fair, this does feel very connect uh, disconnected from the DC EU, whatever they're called. It is, yeah, um, and and the thing is, the the, the other. Um, DC uh, animation uh, movies have been, have been very, very good. They've had a very good track record. But I, I think they got carried away under their own bravado with this. Um, and they, they, they came in, essentially uh, walked in and went, look at how big my dick is. And everyone went, it's not actually that big. Yeah. Somebody told you that's big. And they've gone, fucking huge. And you've gone, it's not. It's really not. Uh, and then they've gone, oh, fuck you, and walked out. And it's a bit, it's a bit like that. Um, so it is, it is definitely like walking into a room and saying, "I've got a massive dick." I agree. <laughs> so it was the most apt I could think. Um, uh, rich uh, kid at Rich G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the Olympics. So which non-English language films would you get? Would you? Get your gold, silver, and bronze medals. God, bloody hell. That's a good question. Um, gold, seven samurai. Because it's just magnificent. That film is three hours long and it feels like it's 90 minutes. Um, silver. All but. Just because of that first time you watch All Boy is magnificent. Totoro is my gold. Oh, fuck. You've just fucking pulled out our bag there, haven't you? 
Oh, well played, sir. I think, I think old boy, thank you. I think old boy's a good shout, mind. Um, I'm going to lap you to cast in the sky as my bronze. That's a good choice as well. That's a, that's a, that's a staggeringly brilliant movie. So Ikiru is awfully good. Ikiru is um, awfully good. I think I like putting the raid in there just to piss people off. The what? I feel like putting raid in the raid in there just to piss people off. Oh, you'd piss me off. Well, the raid, if you put the raid 2 in there, I'd fucking I kill still you. still like the raid redemption. Interesting they're not... It's interesting they haven't got around to doing a third one. It is interesting. I would say it's, it's telling, is what I would call it. Mm. Uh, um, uh, oi, they... Um, I don't know, Pan's Labyrinth might be a good shout. Ooh, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, oh, Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking. It's a good question. It is a good question, yeah. That, that, they're going to be my three. I'm going to go for my three. Gold is uh, Seven Samurai, because it's just, it's just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, silver, old boy for the... The effect and bronze uh, lapis to cast in the sky, which is still uh, my favourite um, Ghibli movie. Um, it narrowly pits Toro. Um, yeah, because I think because the, the first time I watched that, I was I was just in pieces at the end of it. It's a very good movie. Oh, um, so there's that there. Um, so I think that actually is towards the end of our show. I think is there anything else that we've that we've missed? No, that'll do it for me. I think there is. Um, so, what will we be covering next week, Ian? <laughs> oh, Suicide Squad time. Yes, uh, and we will have guests, won't we? Oh, is Noel coming on? No, Noel is coming on, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, cool, yes. And, oh, oh, not just Noel. We haven't just got Noel. Oh, fuck me, Jordan's coming on. Jordan is coming on as well, I yes. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, we yes. Have Noel and Jordan coming on uh, for the Suicide Squad uh, review, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm, I'm just... I just hope this movie is as much of a blast as the trailers have made it look. Um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have that for you next week. Uh, plus, you know, more of our usual fun and frolics. Uh, monkey.com uh, There will be some uh, film bits and some uh, football bits and some food bits. The triple F's of my life. Um, all on there from myself uh, this week uh, remember guys if uh, any contributors want to get in touch with us about anything they want to put on there then by all means get in touch and we'll we'll, sure. we'll, we'll, we'll put it up on there for you uh, monkey at gmail.com at monkey at ianlawring at dudefoz is there anything I have missed that makes so very cool. good cool Thank you very much for listening, uh, as ever. Um, we had some feedback uh, on Twitter. Uh, I had people telling me that I was wrong for disliking uh, Tale of Tales, which I like people tell me I'm wrong about stuff, uh, because the great thing about films is that we're not all supposed to like the same thing, so if I don't get something out of it and other people do, that's fucking wonderful. I like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, so if, if you disagree with any of our points on that, please feel free to give me shit on Twitter, because I like it. Um, So yeah, so thank you very much uh, for listening, guys, and we shall speak to you next week. Bye!